Hello and good afternoon, Xbox Nation. Welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And ladies and gentlemen, we have a ton to get into. I mean, strap in, folks. For the next 90 minutes, you are going to be entertained. Uh, we have we originally had three topics. I have now scaled it back to two. But trust me when I tell you they're meaty. And the first one, folks, is one of disappointment. Uh, I am a bit taken aback simply because, as you have been following me for many, many years, you understand that one of my favorite places to get news from is VGC. And that that, that is run by uh, former developer Andy Robinson. Uh, he is the lead voice over there. He put out an article today, folks, that uh, it's a it, it's 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 a bit shocking to me. Uh, and I have some thoughts. I'm going to read to you exactly what he said that made me go, hmm. Uh, but I want to thank uh, immediately some of the people that let me just get into it right here who uh, who responded to it. Jez Corden, of course, responded uh, to it, and uh, I'm very happy that he did because he did. Uh, you know, uh, Jez Corden uh, talked about it. And we also have, let me see, uh, let me just get the correct, um, Tom Warren, Tom Warren of The Verge also responded for uh, to what he had to say. And, you know, it's breaking news. And as you would expect, you're going to get big opinions. Uh, we're going to be very forceful with those opinions. We're going to be very, well, of course, we're going to be logical with them. Um and we're going to be very fair. Uh, I like Andy Robertson a lot. Uh, I think this time he got it wrong. And again, it's his opinion. I don't think Andy's a bad dude. In fact, I really do dig VGC. It's one of my favorite uh, news uh, uh, sites to get gaming news from. And they're usually spot on great. Uh, this is where I kind of think Andy got it wrong. But again, it's his opinion, folks. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk about it. But before we do... Let's welcome in Web Dave. First of all, brother, it is so glad. I'm I'm so glad to have you back here. Uh, how you feeling, man? Welcome. I'm feeling good, man. Thank you so much. Uh, sorry I had to be away uh, the other day, but uh, things sometimes happen. And uh, you know, family first. But uh, but man, I'm here and I'm ready to ready to roll today. And I'm so glad that we got Fuzzy in the house. Fuzzy <laughs> going to drop some knowledge today. Oh, yeah. Well, he's also going to drop some salt, as he's been known to do in past uh, <laughs> conversations. And this is this is going to be a fun show. Uh, we're going to we're, again, we're going to talk about what uh, what was reported upon. And uh, this comes the way of an interview that Phil Spencer did regarding regarding the ABK deal. Um, and uh, listen, I, again, as, as we continue to go through the month, this is the, you know, the last the last two days of, of February, uh, March 23rd will be here before you know it. That is when the CMA is supposed to levy their judgment on whether or not they're going to block the deal. I personally still think the deal is going through uh, with concessions. Um, I don't think that they're going to uh, uh, cut the company in pieces. I don't think they can. And I think that the way it was explained by the uh, CMA is that if, uh, if enough evidence or a good reason why you can't cut this company to pieces to sell off Call of Duty to then make it uh, you know, not a concern for the industry, I mean, first of all, like, I, I, who do you sell it to? <laughs> do, you, do you want do you want to sell to Sony? Sure, let's give the let's give the market leader Call of Duty. Why not? Right? Hmm. EA isn't going to buy it. Take Two isn't going to buy it. Who do you then sell it to? Do you sell it to Tencent? Do you sell it to Amazon? Do you sell it to Google? So 
their their request of uh, originally you know of of cutting the company to pieces does not make any sense i think microsoft made that clear and one of the things that came to mind immediately at least for me is okay so let's say for for hypothetical thoughts you do cut off call of duty who goes with that does all eight studios go with that? Does Infinity Ward go with that? Do we just say, okay, no, what we're keeping the studios, you take the IP, you sell it for a bazillion dollars and whatever? I don't understand. Like to me, it's confusing and confusing in a way that I don't understand how they're asking for this. But again, that's not the topic of the day. We will know soon enough. And I think that what happened last week uh, with the EU Commission. Uh, and what and what was said, how it was spoken, how it was broken down made perfect sense. And I think that everyone is going to come to an agreement of some sorts, even if there are, even if it levies uh, different concessions. I think the concessions that Microsoft are offering are phenomenal. And I think that as gamers, we all win when this deal finally goes through. But Fuzzy Belvedere, how you feeling, brother? Welcome back. <laughs> I'm doing great. Glad to be here with you guys. Glad we got Web Dave back here. Man, just these PlayStation fans posing as journalists, you, you know, just can't make this stuff up. But uh, man, we got a lot, lot to get into. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let's let's break down what happened. Okay. Okay, so moments ago, uh, at 1.12 p.m., uh, which is, I believe, uh, is a, a different time zone because it's not East East Coast because we're just five minutes after 12 here. Uh, this was on the 27th of February, which obviously is today. Uh, VGC posted a, a new uh, article, and it's titled, Phil Spencer says Xbox will exist even if Activision Blizzard deal is blocked. And he has a quote from Phil Spencer it's not some linchpin to long-term uh, Xbox. Now, the reason why this is uh, why, why is, I, I'm assuming it's gonna he's gonna be under fire for this, and I'm not even sure if he sh- if if he's gonna pull it down. In my opinion, he should. But here is what uh, head of VGC had to say about Phil Spencer's comments, and I quote: "Regardless of Phil Spencer's words." I know a lot of industry pundits think uh, that think Microsoft selling off Xbox is a is a genuine possibility should this deal be blocked. And he says in in in, in quotes, "I still expect it to go through with concessions." Now, listen, I don't. He knows a lot of people, and he has VGC. And like I said, folks, it's one of my favorite places. It's still one of my favorite places to get my daily gaming news. I trust them. I tr- still trust Andy, though I will admit, I think that he got it wrong here. Uh, it is his opinion. I want you to say this right up front. Please don't go attack this dude. You want to have a conversation with him, have a conversation with Andy. He will speak back with you. He's a good dude like that. But this is where I kind of think he got it wrong. So who responds? One of the best in the business, Tom Warren. Of the Verge. Tom says this, not sure who these uh, industry pundits are, but they are clearly clueless. You don't strategically acquire Mojang and Bethesda and inform a Microsoft game studios if you're going to sell off Xbox's business if your giant $69 billion deal doesn't go through. And Andy, uh, uh, Andy responded, uh, and he says, capitalism has proven time and, time and again 
that conventional logic really doesn't matter much if the graph doesn't point up enough. I don't expect it to happen, but I can say with authority that some important people do. Okay, so that's what he that's what his response was. Well, Jez Corden, good friend of this program, great friend of this community, uh, he says this uh, in response to uh, Andy's original quote, there is absolutely zero possibility of this happening during Satya and Phil's tenure. And Satya Nadala, head of Microsoft, head of Xbox Gaming, Phil Spencer, we know that what they've already played their cards. They're in it to win it. They're in it to go from number three or four to eventually number one. But they don't actually even care about the number. You know what they care about besides the money, folks? I mean, this is it's a business. Let me just say this. I'm not a boob. I understand they got to make their investors happy. So let's let, let's not forget that this is a business. But at the end of the day, when Satya Nadella and Phil Spencer get out there and they talk about the people, us, the consumers, I honestly believe they genuinely care about delivering the best content, delivering it at an affordable price, and allowing for every financial station to be a part of gaming. I, I, I Folks, I want you to understand this. I, I come from extremely humble beginnings. And there were, day, there were times where we only got a game for a birthday. That, that's why I started working when I was like 11 or 12 years old delivering um, penny savers here in, in, in the Bronx. Because I needed that extra cash. For G.I. Joe specifically, but more so for games. Because, you know, Pop was a blue-collar dude. Mom stayed home. There's only one salary. So, you know what? Birthdays, occasionally we get a special gift from Pop, but, you know, the money wasn't there. I love what Xbox does for this gaming community. It allows for every financial station, whether you're making six figures or making $30,000 a year, to be a part. Or more specifically, maybe it's not even for you. If you're a parent or you're a god a godparent or you have nieces and nephews or even neighbors that you care about, right? You want to have the best for them. And you know something? As a parent, there's nothing more magical than seeing your little one, whether it be your nephew, your niece, whoever, involved in a game that they don't have to worry about how, how to pay for that game. That's what my, that's what Xbox does, folks. And that's why this conversation is important to me. So I'm going to go first, Dave. Dave, I was a little taken aback by this. Like I said, I have an unbelievable amount of respect uh, for Andy Robinson and what they do over there. This is his opinion. He has heard from pundits. Uh, you know, I mean, you can't. that's what he's saying, so that's what I'm going to go with. But I think to put that, look, there are some things, folks, that you don't put to print. I think this is one of them. I think to suggest that Xbox is going to take their pull and go home, I mean, meaning Microsoft, is going to be like, you know what, Xbox? You suck. Bye. And cut them off at the ankles is, I don't know, man. I, don't know what to, I, I, I Again, I don't want to get insulting because, like I said, it's his opinion. I think he's wrong. Let's get what you have to think about it, man. Yeah, it's... um. It's kind of a bizarre statement. Uh, I mean, because they kind of backed him into the corner, and they and that's you could tell it's intentionally what they were trying to do, you know, like with what are you going to do if this happens? And he's like, well, you know, Xbox is still going to be around. We're still going to continue to compete, and we're going to still continue to be in the 
you know, gaming universe. It's not like they're closing up shop tomorrow. That's not going to happen. And the deal is going to go through, but they, they're and probably as it gets closer and closer to being finalized and through that, you know, they're pulling at headlines because they want to try and create the buzz to their sites. And that's, and that's really what it feels like in this, in this statement. Um, and Tom Warren was, was definitely on the mark to, to call him out for that. It, uh, it's just, it's ridiculous, man. It's, there's no, there's no way, uh, you know, and, and, all right, hypothetically say that the regulators in a certain se- segment said, no, can't go here. Well, you know, Microsoft has a, has a lot of options. Even if the, even if there's an area that they can't appeal. Okay. Um, then, they can actually choose not to sell that product in that territory. That is correct. They, they and, could log- they could logistically t- do what I just said. And again, it, it, it is. Let's understand what you're saying here. Yeah, it is. It is a, a, a nuclear oh, thought, yeah. right? This is a scorched earth thir- uh, yeah. thought. Yeah. They could logistically not. And again, folks, it, just just for just for us to understand. Yeah. Yes, that part of Europe is big. But it only equates to about six yep. percent of, of 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 Call of Duty sales, and I think Microsoft might be in a position where they're like, okay, so you know what we're going to do? We're going to acquire them. We're just not selling Call of Duty here, and that is yeah. a possibility. I, I, is it a, is it a scorched earth uh, possibility? Sure. Do they want to do that? No. I think the concessions say that they want this to go through so everyone wins. Yep. Government wins. Uh, they win, and the people win. Boom. I tell yes, you one sir. thing though, when that happens, if if it hypothetically did happen, who are the regular who 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 are the people that live in that district going to be mad at? Are they going to be, be mad? mad? They're not going to be mad at Microsoft. Uh, that is for uh, sure. Nope. Yeah. Nope. No. Nope. Because because if they can't sell it on their platform in that way, there's no platform in that territory that can get yeah. it. In other words. Yeah. All those PlayStations won't be getting it either in that territory if they decide to play hardball. Yes. I don't think correct. it's ever going to get that way. No, I don't but, think so either. But, and they're, and they're going to keep pushing to try and get the best quote unquote concessions they can. But, but, but in the, in the big terms, like, can they do it technically? Yes. Would they do it? I don't think so because there's really no precedent stand or, Everybody looking at this deal that has a clear head knows that there's nothing wrong with this deal and there's nothing illegal. There's nothing that is going to be uh, controlling the market or destroying other companies if this deal goes through. It's just not going to happen. So, yeah. So, uh, to me, it's it's really, it's man, I know a lot of people are saying this too, but. I'll be so glad when this is done and we can look back. Dude, at this and I cannot wait for this to be done just so we can just move on to talk about something else. I real quick, I, I do want to shout out uh, stuff, Sean, because he did make a point and it's, uh, it's, I guess I, I, I led by emotion. The deal does state that the, in order for it to go through, it does need approvals from the three, the three bigs, the FTC, the CMA and the EU commission. He's correct in saying so. So the scorched earth thing, could it happen? I, I don't know if it could because I, I, they'd have to rewrite the deal. I don't know if they would do that. So that's good on you sh- uh, stuff, Sean, for the for the um, the heads up because you are absolutely right. They did say that 
initially that they needed the big three. But look, at the end of the day, I want to reel this back in. And I want to talk about the potential of Xbox being sold off because I think that is preposterous at best. I don't see the kind of investment that Microsoft has made. Listen, okay, their, their last quarter wasn't great. Right, it was actually fell fell short, and and they and they knew that was going to happen because well, they didn't have any real first party games, right? Obviously, that 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 hurt them in, in, in a lot of the ways. But to suggest that Microsoft isn't making money off just two services, an Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass, is ridiculous. Um, I think that they are making more money than in in a, in a quarter than some companies make in an entire twelve month period. So I again I, I like I said I, I like Andy a lot and I think the guy he VGC is fantastic. I think that they got it wrong here. I mean, anything that you want to add to this? Yeah, I'm 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 I think I said all I had on it. Let's okay, good. To say. All right. I mean, listen, <laughs> let's let, let let's get into a fuzzy. I mean, again, this is a bit of a shocking uh, mm-hmm. revelation. Um, like I said, I I I, I don't. Everyone's entitled to their opinion, folks. I get it. Opinions. Everyone has one. Uh, and just like a-holes, right? So uh, this one, though, I... Again, I, I think it's a little bit more than just an opinion because he said he's heard from pundits. Now, who are these pundits? Who are, the, who, who are these yeah. hey-do groups? People? Yeah, I, I don't know. Names. Yeah, I, well, I, I mean, I, if I knew, I wouldn't tell them. I wouldn't shout their names out either because obviously, you know, you, sometimes you talk to people and they're like, hey, I never said that. So that's fine, but... <laughs> Uh, Fuzzy, yep. this is this is a bit of a hot take, uh, oh, yeah. in in my opinion. I I don't I don't understand. I mean, the motivation I guess is clicks, you know, but <laughs> they, they don't usually do that. Well, I I guess the big thing is let let's just take it at face value. He's saying that these pundits are telling them that you know Xbox could be sold off. Logically, let's take a step back. There's only but a handful of companies out there that would be able to afford that type of division being sold off. So realistically, when he says, oh, Xbox should be sold off, uh, I I guess it doesn't really make sense because you you take a division that was earning somewhere around five or six billion a year and is now probably close to around 15 to 18 billion a year. Yeah. And it's not at its full potential. And you're you're actually investing more to get it to its full potential it goes against normal business sense. Like you would at least give it five years after you've gotten your full potential or full investment to see if it's, if it's going to give you a return on there. So if the deal gets blocked, it would be some time before we would see an Xbox hold off. But all of that said, who's going to buy them? Apple. Apple's already making money without doing a, without lifting a finger. Without doing a thing. It's funny. (laughs) We, we all talk about this. And I've only mentioned it like three times because it really doesn't matter to me. I'm not an Apple user to begin with, but mm-hmm. apparently, uh, thanks to many people in this chat, Apple Arcade is has 100 million plus subscribers. Yeah. Now, uh, is is that some fugazi? Do, are people paying for the service? They don't know they're paying for it. I listen. I don't know because I'm not an Apple user. I don't know if that's what they're doing. But 100 million people, folks. Yeah. Or have and- Apple Arcade. Yeah, now it's a much cheaper, you know, subscription service, and there's a lot like of bundle bucks, packages right? that they have with their music service and their their movie yeah. and streaming service. So, it's a service. When I was an Apple only person, I wouldn't bother with, and I probably still wouldn't bother with. But it it's still 
a, a, a big revenue source for them overall where they don't even have to have a console. They don't have to have their own real cloud service. It's just basically their app store where you can, you know, pay them a portion of money to have access to the games that, I mean, for, from a mobile standpoint, uh, it is what it is. As far as for bigger games than that, there really isn't quite the selection. Like you do have quite a few of the smaller indies in there, but outside of that, you don't have any of the big, big AAA games in that service. But Apple, I don't think would be interested in buying or acquiring Xbox. So Microsoft isn't going to shop around when the market isn't really out there for it. Google's already taken their step back. There's no way they would even consider purchasing a a already pre-made vision because if that were the case, they would have made attempts at that prior. But I I don't foresee Google even being in or Alphabet being a a big customer. Meta, nope. Because no. they, they don't have the capital they, and right. whatever capital they do have, they're dumping into this, this, you know, VR space or metaverse that is, you know, bleeding or hemorrhaging money right now. Uh, Amazon, no. they're moving like the tortoise. They're taking it nice and slow with their own pace of stuff. Like I, I would see Amazon possibly buying Sony because Sony is going to be a cheaper acquisition or actually Sony as a whole would be a cheaper acquisition then I could foresee Microsoft trying to piecemeal or, or sell off Xbox because then you'd have all the things associated with Xbox. Are they going to keep those as publishing and then just do the publishing aspect and get rid of the console hardware, which doesn't seem to make sense since part of your Xbox branding is the other stuff outside of hardware. But it, it, it's nonsensical to me. Like yeah, even Tencent, I, I can't see being that big of a, a, a client to want to buy that hardware. Like they have their own capabilities to make hardware if they truly want to step into that that space. Like I'm I'm pretty sure they have something in the works for in mainland China, but outside of that, I don't foresee them ready to make hardware, especially considering kind of the the uh, trade war that we're in with China right at the moment. So that that's kind of a, a, a weird area for them to d- uh, dive into. And considering how the uh, the LG uh, mobile thing is already kind of like their toe in the water type of deal, I think mm-hmm. they'll they'll let uh, you know look to see how that plays out further before they even consider buying anything. But th- there's nobody in the market that would buy Xbox at the price that Microsoft would want. And even if Microsoft sells it at like flea market prices, there aren't many that have that kind of you know revenue that they would put towards that that aren't already in the gaming space to some extent making, you know, ample amount of money without, you know, even having to bother with the hardware aspect and things like that. So it, it just, it feels like the pundits are, you know, maybe people that, you know, throw darts at the wall to get their, uh, <laughs> their, their uh, predictions and such. But I can't imagine anybody outside of like a PlayStation fan, because I've, I've heard more PlayStation fans over the course of the past five years. The ones that were saying things like, Oh, why can't Xbox compete are the same ones that were also saying, Oh, Microsoft's going to sell off Xbox. And it's like, you know, it's funny guys. This, this comes, this comes, uh, if you remember last week, there was an article written, uh, not by a journalist, by, by, I I suppose it was a fan (laughs) where they suggested that Microsoft should just sell Xbox to PlayStation because they could do it better. Yeah. Wow. I no, mean, no, well, let me let's 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 back this up just a second. The, the they're talking about selling not not the actual Xbox division of Microsoft. They're talking about selling 
the Call of Duty franchise is the only thing I believe that was or those studios assigned to it. Is that correct? I don't not I don't, not, not this Andy's story. No, no, no. He actually well, Andy's talking about trying Division. to sell Xbox yeah. Division. Okay, yeah. he's stupid. If if Sorry. the deal was to get blocked, it's it, <laughs> yeah, that, that, like yeah. that's how crazy or preposterous this okay, is. Okay, that is stupid. It, yeah, you're like, right. That's dumb. something that's already earning money because you put a bid in and you don't get that bid. Okay, but you still have the seventy billion in your pocket. You're going to all of a sudden sell off that? It, no, that. Yeah. If they I, were trying I to, I, I've heard people say that that you know maybe the concession would be that they would have to sell off Call of Duty. But I've that, never heard them talked about. I mean, what be the? Well, point? no, no. This this actually has literally nothing to do with the with the with the concessions from the yeah, from the from uh, the EU. What 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 Andy's what, what Andy okay. is saying. <laughs> so we are on, everyone's on the same yeah. page here. Is that if the deal were to fail, he has heard from pundits. Who these pundits are? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm, he's well connected. He knows what he's talking okay. about. And maybe somebody did say this to maybe they're investors. Like, yeah, man, if I was gonna and I lost this, I'm gonna. He he's saying is it, he I has heard you. from people you. that Xbox that Microsoft would be in the business potentially of selling off the Xbox division because this deal didn't go through. That is, in a sense is like I said, it's illogical. Oh, it yes. is irrational. It does not make any financial sense whatsoever when you are making. Now, granted, I, I did pull an article. From a, a tweet town that was posted uh, by Derek Strickland, and you know, obviously, sometimes he, he gets it more wrong than he gets it right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he uh, he posted this on February sixth. Now, maybe this is on the heels of this article where PlayStation last year in twenty twenty two made eight point eight billion dollars more than the Xbox division. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not surprising considering that they had four massive AAA games that sold pretty damn good uh they had a, a, an upswing in playstation for uh, five consoles um and they they were selling like hotcakes so yes they did make more money than xbox so i don't know if maybe his pundits are taking this into consideration but last year was a bad year for xbox they they yeah. told us that we yep. knew that i tell one 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 last uh, i guess uh, point on this here i said i was done and i just keep talking but uh <laughs> But so, so even if you know they're talking about the, the deal being stopped with the with the sixty eight billion dollars to acquire ABK, mm-hmm. they still have even besides that amount. If they didn't spend it, another ninety billion dollars of cash on hand. Yes, that they had said that they were ready to purchase more things after this deal was finished. Yes. So, so, so I mean. Cash on hand, you know, anyway. So his argument, obviously, and his pundits that he's hearing from, he's either, I don't know, they're smoking something, wishful thinking, or or they're just trying <laughs> to do create create an absolute like what we're doing now. We're talking about it. We're giving them a, a, a platform to talk because that you know. But but boom, I'm with you, man. There there is just there's no way in hell that that they would do this. It doesn't even make any sense, honestly. Because Satya is so he he's so into gaming now and he's he's supporting it and backing it. Why would he be like, you know, oh this deal didn't go through, we're done. No. If this deal doesn't go through, you make another one. And that's the way business is. So yeah, it's holy Christ. This I I guess when you <laughs> first uh, when I first read the article, I didn't quite I I wasn't I kind of I guess half ass read it or something, but I, I was assuming they were talking about 
the deal part and not the division of of Xbox. That's just lunacy. Yeah. Sorry. No, well, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This, this, this all comes the way of a New York Times uh, interview that Bill did when he was over there. I'm gonna read some of the quotes here because it's pretty yeah, interesting. Um, the Times, the New York Times, asked Phil Spencer what would happen if the X, if Xbox, uh, what, what would happen to Xbox? Should, should such an important acquisition be blocked by regulators? To which he responded that the gaming business was not dependent on its completion. This is an important acquisition for us. It's not some linchpin to the long term. Uh, Xbox will exist if this deal doesn't go through. Much of the regulator, and I'm, I'm reading you know, more from the article, folks. Uh, much of the regulator's concerns around the Activision Blizzard deal have focused on how it could allegedly reduce PlayStation's ability to compete, given that it would see Microsoft gain ownership over call of, of over the Call of Duty series, which Sony has called irreplaceable. And what's interesting to that, and I hope that they, I'm sure they did post, uh, PlayStation made $8.8 billion more last year. Like, that is crazy amount mm -hmm. of money. That is near $9 billion more than Xbox last year. I, I don't understand why, why anyone would even cry a tear for Sony. Sony is raking in the dollars. For anyone, I don't care whether you're government or you're a regulator or both or part-time of one or the other, I don't understand how anyone would potentially suggest that Call of Duty or Activision being owned by Xbox is a bad thing for PlayStation when they have committed a 10-year deal. Now, again, I don't have the contract in front of me. We were talking about this in the green room. From my understanding... The contract would start in 2025 because right now, currently, Sony has the marketing rights for 2023 and 2024's Call of Duty, whatever that may look like. In 2024, at the end of that year, is when the current deal expires. Now, if we weren't talking about an acquisition, I'm sure that Sony would be running to the table with millions and millions of dollars to re-up on it. But that's not what's going to happen. Microsoft, if they buy Activision Blizzard King, the contracts that they have given to NVIDIA, they have signed with Nintendo. They have offered the same contract with no signature required to Valve because Gabe has already said, we don't need a contract. They do what they always say they're going to do. We're good with it. And the contract that they're offering Sony would start at the end of that, 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 that current deal which means, folks, and again, I could be wrong because I don't have the contract in front of me. I'm just going based on what I think the contract, would, the 10-year deal would be, would start at two, in 2025 and not end to 2035. Folks, that's 12 years from now. Like, I, I, Is the earth still going to even be here? I, I hope so because I want to retire. I, you know, I retired for a reason, but you don't have any idea. I don't know how better of a deal you can get, you can get but whatever. Um, this is what Phil Spencer said that was pretty incredible. He says, competition is us trying to get stronger. Uh, I don't have great rationale for how better competition in consoles is somehow hurtful for consumers. Because to me, having us, Sony and Nintendo, doing well in the console market, all of us with, uh, all of us with strengths and uniqueness and content and capabilities gives consumers more choice. 
I'd hate to see consoles go where phones are, where there are only two manufacturers. And right now we have three good competitors. I mean, again, I I know he's doing the interview. I know that the regulators are probably going to read his words. And and there's a reason for this, 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 this quote unquote book tour, but it really does make, it's just common sense folks. Like I said, I, 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 like I said, I, I will say it again. (laughs) No offense to Andy Robinson. I, I think he should pull down his tweets. I think that his article is fine, but to suggest that Microsoft, because he has heard from other people, uh, are looking to potentially get out of the business because of this deal potentially falling through um, is ridiculous. And I can say that with full authority, folks, because uh, peers, well, they're not even my peers because I'm not a journalist, but journalists like Jez Corden and like um, uh, oh, Tom, uh, Warren. Tom, Tom Warren. Warren, thank you very much, from The Verge have come out em- almost instantaneously and said, no, nah, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Uh, listen, let's, I, I don't want to spend the three hours on this, but what, what you want to say something, Dave? Yeah, just, uh, just quickly, because on that same thread that we've been following, um, Randall Thor19, uh, uh, posted uh, uh, something um, that was uh, that was uh, pretty funny. Yeah, read it aloud. Yeah, go for it. So, so he he put on there. Um, here's a picture of the industry pundits, and it shows a picture of Jim Ryan outside of the PlayStation uh, building, <laughs> <laughs> just smiling, real big smile on his face. Oh goodness, the man with yeah, that, that, that's that's a that's it. a good yeah. dig. Randall Thor is good for those. Uh, again, yes, this is. is one of those things that. Look, I, 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 I've gotten it wrong, folks, and I'm, I, and I'm a man of my word. If I get it wrong, I will come right live on the air here and look directly at that camera that I'm looking at right now and tell you, you know what, guys, gals, I got it wrong. I'm sorry for that. I apologize. Um, this is this is one of those moments where I kind of wonder if if he's looking back at before he before you know after he hit send him like, man, I don't know if this was such a good idea. Uh, listen, it is what it is. It's his opinion. He has heard from people. Um, I th- I don't think those people have any idea what the H they're talking about, um, but listen, it it, it made a good thirty uh, three minute conversation to open up the show. Uh, I want to get into what we advertised for folks, um, and that is what's going on currently at the FTC. Uh, now, normally, folks, we don't talk about government here uh, because politics suck; they're boring. Uh, usually, it's 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 you know they do illegal stuff that we don't care for. So not all government is bad, but we don't like talking about governmental crap. This one we have to talk about simply because uh, this 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 barn fire, if you will, happened on the 23rd of February. Now, Christine S. Wilson, who is this woman? Well, she is uh, apparently the FTC commissioner. uh, And this is and this this she tweeted from her official Twitter account. Um, and she posted something that was pretty damning. Now, listen, I, I don't know Lena Khan personally. I'm not going to badger her or call her names. Uh, I would I would ask that you anyone in the chat refer uh, refrain from doing that. We're not here to pile on the rabbit. Uh, she is running the FTC how she sees fit. I think, A, honestly, she's too young to run that kind of, uh, that kind of governmental arm. Um, I think that her ideologies are skewed. I think that the world that she is trying to build does not exist, even in books. Um, 
I don't like the way that she does not use and she has not used the rule of law, which is what we do in this country. And I'm going to read you the definition of, of, of not only not only the definition of rule of law, folks, I'm going to read to you the actual FTC's mission statement, which is exactly opposite of what Lena Khan, who is the chairperson at the FTC, is doing specifically uh, with this ABK deal, but has with other deals. That's why she's 0 and 8. Uh, but this is what Christine S. Wilson had to say about the FTC. Now, mind you, she's the commissioner there. She says, I have been accused of exaggerating uh, FTC morale problems. And she writes the definition of exaggerate defined to make something less larger, more important, or worse than it really is. She continues and says this, folks can review the data below and decide for themselves whether I've exaggerated. Facts are stubborn things. So this was what I have in front of me, folks was the Federal Employee Viewpoint Survey. And uh, in, in column one, it says the FTC in 2020. And it, uh, there are a couple of, uh, of, of, of things I want to read for you so you understand for context. Senior leaders maintain higher standards of honesty, integrity. Now, for 2020, it was at 87%. That's pretty high. A little low for my standards because I think integrity and, and honor and honesty, they should be 100%, but that's fine. In 2021, it dropped down to 53, uh, 53%. And in 2022, dropped another four points. It is currently sitting at 49%. Now, this is for the high standards of honesty and integrity within the FTC. That is a fail, folks. That is a fail across the board and, more importantly, a fail at leadership. Well, let me continue. High level of respect for my organization's senior leaders. In 2020, it was 83%. In 2021, it was at 49%. And guess where it where it fell to uh, in 2022? 44%. Not even half. That sucks. Uh, the next topic. Senior leaders generate high levels of motivation and commitment in workforce. In 2020, it was 80%. In 2021, it was 42%. And in 2023, folks, get this, one-third of where it should be, 36%. Wow. And last, the last topic here in the questions, considering every uh, everything... How satisfied are you with your organization is one of the questions. In 2020, it was a pinch away from 90%. In 2021, it dropped 30 points to 60%. And it dropped an additional 18 uh, 18 points in 2022 and levied out, leveled out at 42%. Those are bad rankings, folks. Uh, that is not good. So, you know what, I, I before I go on and give you my spiel, um, I, I, I want to quickly, Dave, the, these, this is, again, I'm not making up these numbers. I'm, I'm literally reading verbatim of what yeah. the commissioner of the FTC had to say. I'm interested to get your thoughts on this, dude. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, you know, that's a, I believe it's an internal survey, which all businesses do it 
we do here at the bank as well too. Yes. The kind of uh, you know, and it's and it's usually a um, and I believe this is, is too. It's an anonymous type survey, so that you know they can't come back at at a certain employee or anything like that. Right. But it's um, it's done to you know to see where they you know they feel that morale is at. Um, I'm lucky that I work for a company that's uh, ranked really high, so and a Fortune 500 company, and as far as um, you know, places to work were we're a very 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 well received and uh i enjoy working here so i get it and and but i take those surveys seriously because you know if there has been times in the past when you know you know we we didn't have certain equipment that we needed and we let that known and then within the next year we ended up getting the equipment that we needed so it makes sense that those you know those those are real things and real uh reviews and stuff that go around it basically gives them a barometer as to you know how the inner workings are going in the day-to-day you know company structure uh, of the FTC, and it's clear that you know they a lot of people don't agree with the with the way they're going right now because it's it's pretty unjust. It's pretty um, you know, and and people can it's it's so blatantly obvious that everybody sees it. You know that's why they had another member leave because they're like I can't do this anymore. It's unethical it's it's not correct it's it's not being you know fair to what we're supposed to be doing here yeah so i i really think that it's uh those 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 uh, assessments are um are valid and i like that she's put that out there because it's uh it's something that uh, the people really need to know so that you know that they know it's not necessarily the ftc as it is a rogue element in there. Yes. It needs yes. to be fixed. Well, I mean, listen again, I, I don't know Lena Khan personally. Uh, I can only say based on her actions specifically with this, this particular deal, because we're, we're obviously invested in the conversation because that's to do with Xbox, right? That's what we do here. Uh, we want to see uh, Microsoft, uh, you know, be, become a more of a challenger for Sony, even Nintendo. Remember they're in third place. And, and if you count Apple arcade, in services, well, Microsoft is fourth. You know what I'm saying? So uh, these these numbers, they don't lie. You can argue opinions. You can't argue numbers. Uh, listen, Fuzzy, before I get to you, brother, I, I want it for more context here. And obviously, Dave, don't don't feel bad about jumping in again should any of these pique your interest. I want to okay. read to you what uh, the rule of law is. And I pulled this directly from, you know, obviously, the Google search. I pulled this directly from a website that I trust. The rule of law for this country states that that the rule of law is the political philosophy that all citizens and institutions within a country, state, or community are accountable to the same laws, including lawmakers and leaders. And right now, the, the rule of law, which is paramount in this particular country, is not being followed by Lena Khan, who is the chair of the FTC. She is she has taken uh, she had made it. She has made it her business to take this uh, ideology that she currently has, where big big tech is bad, which in some cases they are, and the ideology of we don't care if we lose in court, we're going to sue you, is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. No one goes into court hoping to lose. You go into court hoping to win every time. I don't know what, where where she gets this ideology from. Uh, but I guess because she's not following the rule of law and because the FTC has these in between the lines things where they can you know, jack up a company for years before they get to a federal level, which is why they're being sued 
right now. But here, folks, is the actual mission statement pulled from the FTC.gov.com, and it says this for context. The Federal Trade Commission's mission to prevent businesses, uh, practices that are anti-competitive or deceptive or unfair to consumers, to enhance informed consumer choice and to uh, and and public understanding of the competitive process, and to accomplish this without unduly burdening legitimate business activity. That last line should be a lie because that's not what she is currently doing regarding any of the cases that she has lost, specifically with the Activision Blizzard King case. But I want to read some more context here for you, Fuzzy. It -hmm. says, what do we do here at the FTC? A couple of bullet points. Identify illegal practices. Stop and take action against illegal practices through law enforcement to prevent consumer injury through education of consumers and businesses, enhance consumer benefit through research, reports, and advocacy, and finally, protect American consumers globally. None of those things that were pulled directly from the FTC.gov.com are what they're currently doing. I'm interested to get your opinions on this, uh, you know, regarding, uh, you know, what, 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 you know, what, what, what is the ongoings with the FTC specifically, though, mm-hmm. with the commissioner, the actual commissioner of the FTC coming out and saying, hey, folks, I'm not making this stuff up. Here, look for yourself. This is the internal survey. Yeah. Boom. There you go. <laughs> I, I think the funny part now is that they like they just recently announced that they're not going to uh, contest the the meta uh acquisition and that's correct yes you know i i, I guess they they've uh licked their wounds enough and and are tired of having court battles where they lose mm-hmm. so the the meta one yeah they're gonna let that slide i guess and you know more than likely that's going to be the same deal for the microsoft one because it doesn't look like they're going to get anything on the uh, the law books changed to this this newfound approach on blocking deals based on you know something other than what the FTC has uh, in its yeah I guess the, uh, not uh, what is it like their not universal statement but they're like uh, basically their their pledge as you would say yeah but, their mission statement yeah their mission yes. statement but um, considering the morale I mean it's hard to work at a company or within a a governmental office knowing that the higher ups are are on this tangent to do stuff that really isn't what you signed up for at at some point you you have to look at where you're working and and the people you're working with as uh is this what i was expecting it to be and what else can i do in between now and then before i find somewhere else to work type of deal so morale is definitely going to be down it it you, you you can't go against the grain and and try to be this you know political you know anarchist to some extent as far as going against these you know big you know big business per se to kind of keep them in check without possibly you know going off off script or or going off mission when it comes to it so it, it, the office in general it's 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 
considering the the I won't say turnover to to some extent, but kind of to some extent it is the turnover as far as people leaving. It's going to continue to happen until you can get basically a group of people that are going to be all on the same page. And it, you don't have to all agree on every interpretation of the law, but it, at least when it comes to what your your department is supposed to fight for versus what it's fighting for currently, it just seems like that that's going to create, you know, dissension in the, in the lower ranks or the, basically the backbone of that, that office at that point. I mean, it's great. You can have Lena Khan and, and, and your legal team fighting in court for the good fight against big business. But if that's not what you're, you're really supposed to be tasked to do, it, it's eventually going to eat away at, at overall you know cohesion in the office. So it, it's, it's to be expected. I, I, I know when people were trying to attack uh, the one person that uh, put out the, the, uh, I guess the lack of morale or the morale uh, de- decreasing in, in that space as not being true or being off, uh, from what what they thought was the case there, but you know every office when like I said, if you're going to have the company or the office do something different than what was you know expected or what people were originally hired or assigned to do, it, it's definitely going to take take a, a few steps down or 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 you know unravel things you know from the all levels above uh, below the top. So it, it it's to be expected, but hopefully. Hopefully they, you know, maybe some changes in, in office positions, you know, will bounce things back. Or maybe if they just focus on the consumer and not these pie in the sky things against big business, you can still focus on consumer and still hold big business accountable. It's just you got to go about it in a way where it's not just, you know, you know, all or nothing, no compromise, no coming to the table, negotiating things along those lines, which yeah, that may not be in the best interest of those going against big business, but sometimes you have to, you know, win the smaller battles to win the war type of thing. And maybe Lena Khan or whoever replaces her down the road will, you know, get that figured out or sorted out. But I've rambled enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, please. This is a conversational podcast. I mean, that's that's what that's what the people tune in for. Uh, listen, Dave. Before I get to the super chats, we move on to topic number three, which is one's a. Uh, a little controversial, but I kind of want to get out there mm-hmm. uh, ahead of it and g- give people the proper, uh, uh, you know, idea of what is going on. Um, anything you'd like to add, uh, you know, concerning the additional information I, I that I read after you went and discussed your opinion and and what uh, to anything to what uh, Fuzzy had to say? Well, I, I, Fuzzy's just absolutely spot on. I mean, you know, they're and 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 they're going to continue to try and you know downplay and, and come after what's clearly you know relevant to the to the topic at hand and, and, and to the situation that's inside we're not insiders we don't know what's going on in the building nope. you know but these people you know especially this lady knows what she's talking about and now has put the proof up so i i, I think she should be commended for that and not ridiculed for it so because you know it, it doesn't um doesn't fit their narrative um, you know that everybody's 100% behind Lena Khan, uh, and this is the the righteous fight that uh, the FTC is in. It is not. It is strictly uh, her trying to make a name for herself. She is making a name for herself, but I don't think it's the one she really wanted to get. Um, I mean, listen, I I, I understand uh, for that that you know if, if first of all any business 
doesn't matter whether it's a sneaker company, one that makes pop, one that sells video games. Any company that is not checked by government has the potential to do some misleading things for consumers. If you give you give them you give them enough leeway, they will take it. That that's a mm-hmm. fact. That's why these governmental uh, 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 places exist, right? Because we we need to have people in in place to protect us as consumers. But unfortunately, that is not what Lena Khan is currently doing. Uh, some of the, again, Meta is well, they they suck, right? They are who they are, <laughs> and they are who we thought we thought that they were, right? I mean, they just they're not the greatest of companies. They do a lot of scandalous things. Google has done a lot of stuff selling your information. I mean, they they've all been guilty of it. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, getting back to what we're here for, and that's video games. I don't know a world where when you tell regulators or you tell the gaming public that currently. Call of Duty is available at a, on 120 million devices, right? Now, that's mostly console. But that's PC. That's wherever else. That's handheld. That's 120 million. That's, that's a lot of people playing Call of Duty. But when you say this 10-year deal is going to now offer an additional 150 million new players to Call of Duty, that doubles up the current number. And I'm no mathematician, folks, but that's 270 million people playing Call of Duty. That were only before it was only 120 million people, and that that in itself is ridiculous. Yeah. So I I don't I don't see the major concern for uh, the deal uh, being blocked because you're offering it in more places and more people are playing. You're not you're not shrinking the industry. You're growing the industry. Now, granted. Listen, folks, uh, let's call a spade a spade here, folks. If Sony would have been in the position to buy Activision Blizzard King, you don't think they would have done that? Of course they would have. Because they, unlike Microsoft, would probably have locked up Call of Duty as an exclusive. And why, why wouldn't you? Right. Why wouldn't you want to be the owner of Call of Duty and oh, the only place to play this in monstrous IP. Well, that, that's Sony's business. They literally have built their business, folks, by keeping games off of other platforms. They're just getting hip to the fact that you, there are PCs exist, and there's only more PCs than all three platforms combined. They're now just getting hip to that because it's leaving money on the table, so it's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. And, you know, I, I did hear that, I guess, sometime this, this week or next week, we should be hearing from the... Um, the Chinese government and their regulators yes. saying that, uh, that the deal was probably going to go through without any concessions. Concessions. Yeah. So, <laughs> and that's just well, another uh, one. Yeah, that up. was a story. It's funny you bring that up because last week a lot of a lot of places ran stories where uh, Chinese regulators were expected to uh, pass the deal because of what Tencent mm-hmm. had to say. Tencent was for the deal, and that's. I mean, listen, it's they're not Microsoft friends, folks. They're in. They're in the business. They buy everything. Tencent yeah. is here, there, and everywhere. So of course they don't have a problem with the deal. It makes perfect sense. And um, Tencent but, is a Chinese-owned company. Yes, it is. It yeah. is absolutely so. It would. So if if Tencent, who's owned by the Chinese government, is saying thumbs up, folks, for the deal, it's because they they they're intending to buy and continue to buy and invest and and just do what they do. 
Uh, so it, again, they're not Microsoft's friends, but I'm going to mm-hmm. be honest with you: whether you think China is important or not, they're a big they're a big country, and they yep. are important to business, um, regardless yep. of whether your views on their governmental runnings. And I we're not going to talk about government because that's boring. Um, <laughs> but listen, let me let me catch up on the super chats. There's been there's been wow, there's been quite a few of them. Some big ones too. Yeah, some big ones as well. Let me get to the private chat here. Thank you, Dave, for throwing that in there. First of all, You're Jesse welcome. DeBarrios drops a very generous $5 super chat. And his first one of the day, he says, cutting Call of Duty does not make sense because crying Jim Ryan is still going to cry, going to be crying if it isn't owned by PlayStation. And that is the truth. Uh, Joe, oh no, Jay Rambert drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, what does these what, what do these UK journal journals have against Xbox? You know, I the the, the my, my answer to that, folks, is quite simple. Uh, I'm no I'm no genius by any stretch of the truth. I'm blue collar dude. Uh, the reason why there's a very anti Xbox um, uh, journalistic community is because, unfortunately, they need clicks, and clicks bring in uh, readers, and readers bring in more readers. And unfortunately, integrity, uh, which is an important part, at least how we do things on this channel, is gone. Uh, they need clicks. They they want people to click on their their articles. And right now, and it's been like this for, for many, many years, and please tell me if I'm wrong, folks, hating on Xbox is good for business. It's just, unfortunately, it's, it's the nature of the piece. I don't agree with it. I think it's ridiculous. I think we need more more people writing uh you know positive articles about how and again i said it in the beginning i'm not going to say it again the xbox game pass situation on allowing people to be a part of the conversation is is something people forget i'm i'm sorry i mean i'm not a rich dude i i'm 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 doing well i'm not going to i'm not going to say that i'm not but i i still game pass is is huge for me and it and look 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 at the offerings just in 2023 and, and in a couple of uh next week we're getting Wu Long, you know. I mean, it's just it's more games to add to the backlog. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Kenta Wilson drops a very generous ten dollars super chat and says, "Boom! I took your advice. Hogwarts Legacy is amazing. Thank you. I'm glad that you did. I am three days and eleven hours into that game, uh, and I'm only sixty-seven percent because I'm going through it with a fine-tooth comb. I am not missing anything. I'm still finding new things. That game." Is bonkers. Uh, I absolutely love it. Um, but listen, Drawn TJ drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says, "No one can afford the Xbox division. Look it up. It's worth five hundred billion if you want all of the studios and IPs plus the people." Yeah, I mean it's half half a trillion dollars. Uh, who, who's? I mean, there's only a few companies in the world that can do. I mean, there's a lot of companies in the world that can do it, but the main players, Apple, Google, you know, Amazon, uh, Sony, they couldn't afford it. Um, so that's not going to happen. Highlander 001 drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, um, boom and panel. Uh, Microsoft made $72 billion last fiscal year. Anyone who thinks Microsoft will sell the Xbox division, division off, lay off the drugs. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. Uh, Drawn TJ drops a very generous additional $2 super chat and says, everyone, please hit the like button. And yes. Please hit the like button. We have almost 600 people here, and that is what we're getting. We're getting breaking records with this particular show because, remember, it started off really, really slow, and you're enjoying the conversation. And because you are, uh, I can't thank you enough. Please consider we are 
142 subs away from 12K. We have uh, almost 600 people here. I'm sure everyone is already subbed, but if you are not subbed, please. Uh, you know, it w- I-, I was hoping to get it in January, and February came, and obviously these are the last two days. Maybe we can get it in the next two days. I don't know, but we'd love to hit 12K. It would be a big deal for me and Mrs. Boom. So if you're not already subscribed, please consider uh, consider subscribing. We have uh, David Cementi uh, drops a very generous, wow, $20 Super Chat. And he says, with all the money pouring in, even if this deal doesn't go through, and Xbox's ability to lap up studios anyways, uh, they say shareholders are losing their patience. Are they kidding? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, folks, I, again, I, I don't have billions of dollars in the bank. Sorry, I just don't. Um, but I can say that if I was an investor, and I have stock in Microsoft, I don't have a lot of stock. I have stock in Microsoft. I, I can't say that I'm I'm frustrated with anything they're doing because they are making money. They are making money, folks. Hand over fist. And again, last quarter, they didn't make as much money. Sony beat them out, but they're still making money. I don't know. It's shocking to me. Scott Gamer Dude drops a very generous $20 super chat and says, Hello, Boom. Is this another example of Sony's anti-consumer habits? I don't own a good enough PC. I bought God of War on Steam thinking I could play it on GeForce Now. Did Sony block this game from being used on GeForce Now? I don't know, dude. I, I will look that up and find out. I don't know. I know that uh, you can't play uh, like a lot of the Activision stuff. Like Activision pulled all this, uh, specifically Call of Duty. And, and and folks, just if you don't understand GeForce Now, it's not like you, you play a game for free. You, you know, you have to pay for the service, number one. And number two, you have to buy the game. You have to actually own the game. So um, I'm not sure what happened there, dude. But listen, I do want to, uh, before, you know, we, we still have a half an hour of the show. And I, I kind of want to talk more about super this. Chat. Oh, we got another one come in? Okay. Yeah, Highl- oh, yeah. Highlander 001 drops a very generous additional $5 super chat and says, off topic, ha- uh, had carpal tunnel surgery. Ah, oh, dude, I'm so sorry to hear that. I hope you're feeling better and cannot game for two weeks. Damn. Um, my daughter is happy that she can get some top scores on her one-up arcade for once. That is hilarious, dude. Um you know, I, now, did you do both hands or just one? Because if you did one hand, if there's one good hand, you could play Vampire Survivor. That's really a one-handed thing. You don't really need um, more than two hands for that game. But hopefully you recover fast and you can get back to gaming because there's just too many games. Honestly, there's just honestly way too many games. But I do want to talk about a topic that I brought to the, that was brought to my attention by several people in the community uh, specifically the uh, primetime gaming crew that I roll with each and every Wednesday. Um, and uh, folks, this is, I, I do want to get in front of this before it's out of control. Now, Clobriel, who is an insider, even though he says otherwise, uh, he posted something on Twitter that um, Obsidian is releasing the Outer Worlds Spacer's Choice Edition. Uh, and this is coming March 7th. It has improved visuals, increased level cap, and includes both expansions, Murder on Iridanos and Peril on Gorgon. Now, why this is coming into some controversy is because it's not being released into Xbox Game Pass. And of course, you know, people starting to light those torches and grab their pitchforks. 
Um, there is a reason for it, folks. Uh, and I want to be I want it to be clear because Outer Worlds, the you know, the OG one that released with all the DLC is currently an Xbox Game Pass, and people are starting to ask, well, why can't I get this in Xbox Game Pass with the you know with the better graphics and, and the, the level cap? And here's why. And this is thanks to Clobriel for clearing this up almost instantly after he made the original post. This is a new paid SKU, no game pass. Cheaper up- upgrade path uh, only available if you own the base game plus both expansions. Uh, it looks like it's this remastered version was handled by Virtuos Studio. Uh, and this is being published by Private Division, not Microsoft. Now, Private mm-hmm. Division is uh, is who they had a contract with before Obsidian was purchased by Xbox. Um, so, you know, FYI, uh, if you want to play the Outer Worlds, the original version of it, with, you know, the regular updated graphics for Series X, which is available, you can do that through Game Pass. This new paid SKU is only available to purchase and that's because it's not being published by Microsoft. It's being published by Private Division. I hope that clears up a lot of the confusion behind mm-hmm. this. This is something very similar to what we saw go on with Bethesda's RPG. That you know they they they, they released the Elder Scrolls uh, Five. Yes, the Elder Scrolls Five. Um, and it was it was you had to buy. It. I, I bought it. It was thirty bucks. Um, Dave, is this a big deal? I mean, I, I've beaten the game. I've beaten both expansions. I, I, I right. don't think I would go back to it. Honestly, I think I've done everything I could do. Uh, this is for for new players that maybe haven't experienced it. And if you don't want to spend the money, don't spend the money. It right. looks great on the Series X as it is. Um, but I, I, I hate seeing these kind of things because it does make consumers get a little bit uh, wacky when it comes to understanding what is happening. Um, Kay Asante said in chat that uh, Private Division is owned by Take Two. Yep. Yes, that is uh, correct. Yes, and my feeling is, um, did Sony have anything to say about MLB the Show coming to Game Pass? Or... No, they, they did not. And, and also, <laughs> uh, what was the other uh, title? Oh, Death Stranding on PC. coming to game pass so if this other company which has the leverage of that particular part of the game doesn't want to bring it to game pass or couldn't necessarily work out a a deal with microsoft to bring it to game pass then that's their prerogative (laughs) you get the game but you don't get these quote-unquote new updates and new upgrades it's basically the same type of thing but uh but it's but but kind of not because it's look the reverse of that, you know, how, why is it not on game pass? But, you know, would Sony, um, you know, would this be something that's available to, to, to Sony, uh, to, to their, you know, who knows, but, but the, that's the, that's the kind of mindset I have. It's like, yes, it'd be nice to have. And why isn't it in game pass? You know? Okay. If there's one or two things that don't necessarily make it to game pass because of this quote unquote, legal entanglement with with the, with the with the franchise you know they, they you can't do what you can't do and if you can't right. work it out you can't work it out and i'm sure microsoft is probably going to spend their money in a lot of other places or they deem that the changes and upgrades 
weren't enough to really warrant throwing more money at this particular. I, game. That's not that's my that thought. That's a that's a great uh, uh, you know uh, breakdown of it. I, I think you might be onto something where maybe compared to what they currently have available for free on game. When I say free on Game Pass, you know, you pay for your subscription, but I, I think you might be on. That's a that's a that's a great analogy. Thanks. <laughs> that was kind of all I had on that particular. Okay, yeah, yeah. really I mean, let's, 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 let's get fuzzy in You know, a small topic. I just want to. Uh, yeah. I'm glad Dave cleared that up because that does make a lot of sense. I'm glad that we're talking about it because, again, it's a small, tiny topic. It's one that's mm-hmm. only going to be a few minutes, uh, but one I think that's worthy of a conversation. Is, uh, yes. I, I I don't like these things. Uh, you know, obviously, I, I, and 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 are we spoiled? We just might be like we just want what we want when we want it in Game Pass, and maybe that's a, a an us thing. But mm-hmm. I, I listen, like I said, if 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 the if the extended level cap is is something that you really need in your life, then go buy the game. Uh, if, if you're okay with the current level cap and you're okay with the the current uh, graphics that were upgraded for free via you know the Series X, I, I don't really think I I I don't really think you need this addition. But uh, Spuzzy, let's get your take on this. This will all be fixed after the ABK deal when they pick up Take Two. Oh, <laughs> no, oh, I, I, like no. what, I like what you're putting down there. That, that is scandalous. He's throwing the salt out there, no, man. It, it, it's one of those it. things because of the the publisher situation. It, it is what it is. Take Two. We we've seen how they they move when it comes to you know wanting extra money for upgrades and things like that. So I, it's to be expected. But I would say sit back and wait maybe in three to six months because typically that's how they move. Um, they'll they'll probably put it in Game Pass because Take-Two, they're going to try to get that quick cash as, as soon as possible. There's going to be a few people that are pissed off. I mean, if if you're on the fence as, as far as getting the, you know, the paid upgrade, just wait. Give it three to six months. It'll probably be in Game Pass more than likely. Just Kind of like the way GTA Five and Red Dead Redemption Two, you know, pop in and pop out of Game Pass. It'll, it'll probably do the same thing, and then at that point, you could probably get the uh, the Game Pass discount if you do want to, you know, buy it outright type of deal. But um, it's it's a publisher thing, and like I said, you know, maybe after ABK, maybe uh, it won't be a, a problem anymore. <laughs> hey, uh, in the in the chat, um, it's pretty funny. Uh, I guess it's Abdel one one four. That mm-hmm. Sony can't afford Square, let alone Take Two. So <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, it, it's it's true. I mean, first of all, I, I said I said this jokingly, but the way Square has been acting recently, I mean, they, they're putting themselves up to be bought by somebody. Yeah. You know, you, you're getting rid of your American division, arm, you know, your arm uh, with with Crystal Dynamics and Idos Montreal, um, and, you know, and and just you know, they're they're, they're cutting the fat here, there, and everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they are definitely putting themselves up to be purchased. The question is, who would want to invest in a Square Enix? Uh, again, they they've made some great games in the past. Uh, I I really enjoyed Final Fantasy VII Remake. I think it's phenomenal. It's a, it's a great rendition. If you're a fan of the original, I love the original. Um, they've had some hits. Octopath Octopath Traveler One. Uh, Octopath Traveler 2 just released uh, and it's getting stellar reviews. I have it and I cannot wait to play it. Um, and uh, I don't know. I mean, it's 
Look, at the end of the day, folks, the world is getting very expensive. And I'm not bringing cream cheese into the conversation. Don't (laughs) worry. I'm just saying that for game companies, the amount of investment and the amount of return, they're just not as big as they used to be. And games are getting more expensive to make. And companies are having to scale back on size of, of employees because of that. And unfortunately, games are not being made as quick as they would like. And, and and because that's happening, folks, you know they're, take, they're taking longer to make a game. If it takes longer to make a game and, and and longer for that game to be sold to customers like us, it's more money invested, and maybe the return isn't so high. So that's why that's why consolidation. It's not going to stop with ABK. You're seeing ten cent and all these. I mean, I mean, Sony just in uh, again, according to rumors, just bought another studio. Mm-hmm. You know, small studios can't survive without big without big help. It's just it's just, it's just a fact. Um, something just came across my desk. Uh, this is going to be the last topic of the day. Again, another smaller one, but it's interesting to say the least. Um, this comes the way of again our good friends over at Primetime Gaming. Uh, of course, that is Everborn Saga and and the rest of the crew: Wandering Dutch, K. Asante, Crispy Bomb, uh, Mag, who was just announced as the new co-host of uh xnc i think that is a phenomenal get um of course we're going to be sad to see gas go because of you know work situations but man talk about uh, a good uh replacement for gas who is loud and is and and, and can be obnoxious gas i love you uh and mag <laughs> who's equally loud and obnoxious and is a great it's a, it's a great uh it's, it's a great thing for colt eastwood and his show on mondays and actually tonight uh at um 7 p.m or is it 8 p.m uh, it's Gaz's last show, so get out there and support Gaz, uh, not only on that show, but of course his own uh, own work over on what he does with Asa. Uh, but this last story, this is an interesting one. Uh, again, just comes it literally just came across my desk. Paradox Entertainment. Well, apparently they are having a show uh, March sixth at six p.m. CET. Uh, it is. Uh, they're going to have new games, new expansions, uh, new gameplay reveals and updates. And you're asking, Boom, why are you talking about this on an Xbox program? Well, apparently, folks, it's being presented by Xbox, which is interesting. Now, I'm going to go to Paradox Entertainment's website and see, according to the leading global publisher of Deep and Endless Games, we make the games, you create the stories, um, I don't know what else they have done. Anyone in the chat want to school me on that as I read the rest of the Super Chats, but this is another event, um, and there are rumors, folks, that there is some Starfield event information happening this week, well, tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the new episode of the Xbox Factor podcast. Not only we have one special guest, but we have two we have Skullzy TV, who's going to be joining us, Mr. Bethesda himself, and I Steal Rain from Living Split Screen will be joining the conversation tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But let me catch up on these super chats. We had uh, Pixelbit G. What's up, brother? Long time, no time. I know you're always in the chat. Glad to see you here. He's been a channel member for 21 months, and he says this. Xbox is projected to make $8.5 billion in 2023 why would they leave that alone i think that this is bias uh by that the, the, the 
commentary from earlier is a bias projection. I mean, it could very well be. I don't know why he would do that, but yeah, it, it, opinions, folks, you're entitled to yours. Uh, Jesse DeBarrios, who's not only drops an additional $2 super chat, he's a new channel member. So, Jesse, thank you so much for that. Uh, in fact, channel members, let me just switch that now that we talked about it. Uh, we have, let's see, he said, um, maybe Elon will buy Xbox, joking, LOL. You God, you don't want that. <laughs> you don't want that madman buying. Uh, look what he's doing with Twitter. I love Twitter, but my God, it's it's been pretty bad recently. Uh, Raiden Blade, who's been a member for one year, just a very generous five-pound super chat, and says, the madness of Xbox hate. Uh, remember, ABK went to Xbox, and Xbox told them to ask other companies, and the likes of Google, Apple, and AWS, and Tencent said no. That is pretty damning. And I feel, you know, it's funny, as much as we've talked about it, they did go to other people, and they said no. And Microsoft was the only one that said yes. That's pretty damning. Uh, Raiden Blade drops an additional two pounds super chat and saying for us, uh, and he says this, saying for years, SIE, Sony Interactive Entertainment, relies on Call of Duty annual income. Yes, they do. That's a fact. Uh, Jordan TJ, who's a new channel member as well. Thank you for that, Jordan TJ. Drops a $2 super chat and says, uh, I bet they buy Capcom. Yeah, see, Capcom 2016, sure. Capcom 2023, I don't think so. Capcom just gave their employees uh, two Decembers ago a 25% increase in salary, which they deserve. They don't, they're not hurting for money. This is a much uh, stronger Capcom. They don't need to be purchased. Uh, they are doing very well, and their IPs, I mean, look, look I, I can tell you right now, Resident Evil 4 Remake is going to bring in big bucks for them, and that's coming out at the end of March. Um, Kay Asante, who's been a channel member for six months. Thanks so much for that, brother. He says Square Enix market cap today is $5.411 billion, so about $11 billion to buy them. That's yeah. one-seventh of the ABK deal. Uh, that They could buy them, but I I don't think that... I, I Look, I'm, I'm speaking for me. I like Final Fantasy. I don't love it. I don't think Square Enix's um, IP is that relevant that they need them. I mean, for Japanese uh, injection into that region, sure, that'd be a big deal. You know what I'm saying? But I don't. I don't know. I mean, it, I'll put it this way: I wouldn't want the Square Enix of today. What I would want is the Square Enix that included Crystal Dynamics, all of those IPs that they had, including Tomb Raider and Idos Montreal. They don't have those anymore. That has been sold uh, to um, to embrace a group. So I don't know. Uh, listen, I know Dave had to take a step back for a second. Fuzzy, let's mm-hmm. uh, give your hot your hot take on this. Again, this is a, it's a small. It's a small event. It's Paradox Interactive. Yeah, but it's sponsored by Xbox. That's that means that maybe some of these games are coming into Game Pass. Well, they have had some of their games make it into Game Pass. Not day and date, though. Like uh, the the Mars one, where it's almost like a Mars. Oh, deliver us Mars! Deliver us Mars! Not not deliver us from Mars, but it's it's almost like uh, think of Sim City, but in Mars. And then they oh, had okay. City Skylines okay. in there as well. Okay. But I remember, and I can't remember the name, the project name, but I think Jez made mention that Paradox was working with Xbox on a project not too long ago. Um, interesting, but no idea what that, what that project name was because there's been so many project names out there, but, um, 
Surviving yeah. Mars was the name as Dave just yeah. said. Yeah, that yeah. It? Surviving yeah, okay. Mars. Yeah, because that they they do awesome like city builder type games. So I, I'm curious to see if we see that Xbox project game uh, being unveiled tomorrow or 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 you know what was it third. So that that would be pretty cool. But um, man, <laughs> it it I think this is the year where you know Xbox every so many weeks we we get an announcement, whether it be a Game Pass announcement. A first party game or a third party deal, and I I think this one's going to be a a third party like publishing deal or something like that that was like one of those fifteen games that were like projects that that Jez had, uh, talked about a while back. But uh, yeah, Square as far as being picked up by Xbox, eh, not really on on the radar. I still I'm with Everborn. I would rather Sega be picked up uh, as as. Uh, something that's in the the region over there, I, I would say that would be the company to go for. And unfortunately, I don't think Capcom's even on the table. It'd be nice, but I, mm, they're just it, they're just doing too well, dude. Yeah. Like they, w- w- whenever I mean, again, I, I, I maybe you're new to the channel. You never heard me talk about Capcom, my favorite company of all time. Like like mm-hmm. literally all time. I'm a, I'm a huge Capcom stand. In 2016, folks, they were on the ropes. Yeah. They were on the cusp of bankruptcy, which is why they made those two deals. One specifically with PlayStation for Street Fighter V, and, mm-hmm. and, and Sony invested a significant amount of money, which is why Street Fighter V is never coming to anywhere but a PlayStation. That's fine. They invested. And we got Dead Rising 3, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I loved Dead Rising. And did you? we didn't talk about it. Did you guys, did anyone else see the Dead Rising remake or that they were going to do as a franchise mm-hmm. it sounds you know maybe you should talk about the, you know what we'll talk about that on friday's breakfast at boom folks what was put down i'll i bring i'll bring the receipts it was going to be based solely on a last of us type of of scenario but they were they were going to reboot the whole franchise it was going to be a very serious take on dead rising and the premise was going to be centered around something similar to the last of us. Oh my God. I can't believe they, 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 they deep six that that is, that's very sad because that would, and it was expected to be an Xbox exclusive, which is even crazier. But uh, listen, before we get everyone out of here, I want to thank everybody that's here. I want to thank the super chats that have come in. Dave, let's get your final opinion on this. Uh, I just got, I just pulled up uh, uh wandering judge just put this up there. Paradox is uh yep is going to be doing the show. It is sponsored by Xbox. One of those games that they're showing might be one of the mystery titles that they've been working on specifically with Xbox. We'll get first eyes on it. I really like these little things, these, these little bloops and bleeps of, of, of Xbox, uh, you know, exclusive information. I, well, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think it's great. Every, some people say, Oh, it's filler this or that. You know, it's important to cover everything for everybody. And this may be a, a niche game. This may be a, you know, something bigger than that. It could be something that just fills a certain genre that, that either the Game Pass or the platform needs. And that's a good thing. More games, more variety, more choices. It's always good. And if, if Microsoft can, uh, can get something like this going and, and if they're sponsoring it, it seems to make sense that there's, you know, some kind of connection and hopefully we'll find out more. Also wanted to say too that um, it was right. It's, it's like it was like it was um, I don't know coded for for fuzzy. As soon as he said about the 
about should be uh, Sega should be because he agreed with everyone. Guess who showed up in chat? Well, <laughs> oh, everyone saw that. Hey, yeah. what's going on, brother? Welcome. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, that. That was for everyone. But yeah. So so I and, and yeah. On that subject too, I also I agree. Uh, Sega would be a good purchase. Um, and, and even though a lot of people are down on um, Square, um, I still think they do make good games they do have a good some good franchises that i would love for them for microsoft to own i don't think it's ever going to happen but if but if they are available to, on the cheap microsoft's got lots of money to buy lots of things and who's to say they won't just buy more than one you yeah know, i mean when, when the deal's done who's next that's what the board's gonna ask. well <laughs> i mean we did hear phil spencer said this folks is you can go and pull the receipts if you want uh after uh what happened with bethesda like they spent the seven the near eight billion dollars, which was you know considering chump change. <laughs> we say that compared to ABK, but um, the investing board, their board, said, "Who? Wh- what are we doing next?" Literally, as soon as the deal was signed, wh- wh- who's next? And well, I would imagine that that same board, if this deal does go through, and I, I really, really think that all of the concessions Microsoft is all offering are, you know, again. It's, you can't structure this deal to chop off Call of Duty. I said that in the opening. It's, it just it doesn't make any financial sense because who is going to buy it and what entails that? Do you get rid of all the studios? And at what point? Why, why would you want ABK? Right? It does. It doesn't make any sense. I think that the behavioral remedies uh, with signed contracts that are in law, signed into law, that Microsoft cannot go back on, should be enough, along with whatever. They add in the back end of it. Maybe Game Pass can't, you know, raise prices for three years, uh, whatever. I, I I don't know. Um, but real quick, before we get everyone out of here, uh, David Chermenti drops an additional $11 super chat and says, look, guys, the thing is Xbox is too rich. We are too popular to be sold. We have good people there who know what they are doing. And remember one thing. We are not Stadia. That is very <laughs> true. Uh, Jesse DeBarrios drops an additional uh, two dollars of chances. Xbox should just go out and get Embracer Group, and you know what? That could be a possibility. Uh, again, can't sound like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it, well, I'll put it this way: to buy Embracer Group right now is like uh, one one seventh. I think it's a, it'd be under ten billion dollars of uh, you know, which is which is a very low percentage of what they're spending on um, ABK. I like that idea, and and, and uh, actually, Kaysante loves that idea. Uh, we also have a super chat come in from let's see, Jerron TJ drops an additional five dollars of jet and says, I say Bandai Namco and WB and go fund that reboot of Dead Rising and get Crytek and all of the small studios they're working with. I mean, I like I like the Bandai Namco move, to be honest with you. I, yeah. I do like them. They they are huge, but they they they're also very, very big into uh anime and toys. It's, their, their business is so so much larger than just video games. I don't know if Microsoft would want to get involved with that. They should because they could use all their characters and bring them to toy form, which would be awesome. Uh, but listen, at the end of the day, shout out to Le- uh, the boss mod, Lethal Papa, keeping these streets safe as he always does. Uh, he is the, one of the major chat moderators, and he has full authority to use his band stick whenever he feels it's necessary. And if you get banned by him, you did something pretty bad because the guy is amazing and he's very fair. Uh, but let's get to the outros. We'll get everyone out of here. Um, 
Crazy Lou was going to join us. Unfortunately, he was having massive uh, internet issues in the Dominican Republic. So we'll get him back here next week. But Dave, sell your brand, brother. Talk about the best place for one-on-one content. Talk about your our, your Sunday show uh, w- with Retri. And more importantly, where could people subscribe to get you to 1- 1K? And where could they reach out to you on social media? Well, I definitely would appreciate uh, everybody going over and subscribing. We are definitely on the hunt now. We've been kind of not now dragging our feet, but we've been, you know, so, so, so we're getting there. We're about, um, I guess five seventy five. So we're still got a ways to go, but okay. So four and a quarter, that's doable. Yes. There's there's over 400 people here. Maybe they're not subscribed to you. Maybe they should run over to and subscribe to you right now, which I'm going to drop the link in as you keep talking. Thank you. I appreciate that, sir. Uh, yeah. So, so we do have a, a interview show, uh, which is, um, which is the, um, well, I, the first show I guess I should talk about is the Sunday show because that's the one that's that's the newest one, and uh, that is the uh, Gamers Council. Uh, I really like that one a lot. It's a new show. Uh, we just had the Wandering Dutch on, and that's up available on uh, so you can view on demand. So it's free to watch, and uh, and it's uh, it was a really good uh, take. What we do on that show is really we just kind of get we get the audience in, we get the people that are in the chat, and we we bring up you know their conversations, what they want to talk about, and and do our best to you know to kind of bring light to it or you know, even if you just have a comment, we'll read it out, you know, and you can go from there as long as it's, you know, obviously, uh, uh, you know, worded um, nicely, as it were, because <laughs> we don't, we don't want to offend anybody, but we we definitely, you know, we understand that passions can get high and uh, and sometimes we have some really hot takes. So it's definitely worth uh, checking it out. It's going to be every Sunday, uh, 6 p.m. Central. And then, uh, of course, we're Outbreak Gamers, which is my interview show one on one. I actually pretty sure i'm gonna have one for monday and then a couple more right after that so i should be able to get a couple in the can now i've i've had a couple of um i guess not cancellations but you know real life happens to all of us and so even though i've got a couple i had like three scheduled and every single one of them ended up having to get uh, to get moved around and and so it kind of left me with nothing because i don't want to you know i don't want to have like 50 backed up you know i don't want to you know over overproduce them so uh so but but yeah we should be we should be good uh for for next week with a new episode but i've got a lot of great ones up there now including mr boomsticks and closing uh fuzzy belvedere so please uh check those out uh great uh great content providers all thank you boom for having me on i really appreciate it sir uh no problem brother you are you're currently at 574 subscribers folks come on let's let, let, let let's get another <laughs> amazing community member to 1k we recently just saw Kaysante last year at the end of the year he hit it dreadpool just hit it live on the air folks we're all about raising others up and dave is one of the good guys please the link is there it, it's literally two clicks you're not even going to break a sweat you literally click it once you get there you subscribe you click it again trust me Freedom i won't charge you ten dollars it's free it's free indeed it is <laughs> uh, and speaking of someone else that deserves to hit 1K as well. Constant good guy. Constant salt from him recently. Uh, <laughs> Fuzzy Belvedere, brother. Talk about your uh, about your, your 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 YouTube channel. Where they can subscribe to the best place for anything racing. And more importantly, where can they find you on other shows and reach out to you on social media? I just want to thank you for having me on today. And for everybody in the chat that interacted with us. Always awesome, you know, talking about the ABK deal and other things relating to Xbox. So always, always a good time. Uh, For those that want to hear my endless rambles on anything gaming related or especially with racing with uh, 
We got the end of next month, the uh, Forza Horizon 5 expansion, the second expansion coming out for uh, Rally Racing. So looking forward to that. Uh, just follow me on Twitter or on uh, YouTube at fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Um, you can also find me on FSP later on tonight on Fun Speculations channel at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then right back here on Double Barrel Gaming, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on uh, Breakfast with Boom. Look forward to seeing you guys there. Thank you very much, brother. Definitely appreciate it. And folks, again, before you get on out of here, please hit the like button. Please hit that subscribe button if you're not already subscribed. And once again, uh, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for all of the incredible Super Chats that come in. The channel memberships have grown. We are at 132 members, which is amazing for a small channel. So thank you so much for being a part of the growth, both you know financially, because it does allow us to do the big giveaways. And we did a couple of really big ones last year. We want to continue that in 2023. And also when we need new equipment, like last, last year I needed a new mic, I got it. Last year I needed programs to help put these thumbnails together, I got it. I needed lighting, I got it. And that's thanks to all of you and your generosity. And we are incredibly grateful for it. And of course, folks, I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. Hey.